Tala Falava and welcome to another episode of the Reads with Rossa podcast. I'm your host, Rossa. I'd like to shout out everyone who's been tuning in every week. I really appreciate the love and support. If you are a regular listener on the podcast platforms, don't forget to click the follow button. If you prefer visuals, then head on over to YouTube and check out the video episode. Don't forget to click like and subscribe to the channel. So without further ado, enjoy this week's show. Welcome to the Reads of Russell podcast. I'm so excited to introduce today's guest. She is active in many areas of the performing arts, from dancing and choreography to acting and singing to designing costumes behind the scenes. She is also a Castling Queens alum and an amazing role model and advocate for the youth and LGBTQIA community. She is born and bred in the Efakasa Church. She is also a fellow West Aucklander, and she is the director of Le Masio for Siva Academy. Introducing the one and only Jerance Lole. What's up, sis? <laughs> Finally Hi, got everyone. you here. <laughs> yes, thank you for having me. How are you? Looking beautiful there. Cut it I'm out. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I was just looking at my camera. I'll just press something on for this interview. <laughs> You're looking fab, sis. Um, tell, I mean, I feel like so our regular listeners, they probably know you. Um, but for those who are watching for the first time and don't really know the amazing person that you are, tell us a little bit about yourself, like your roots, uh, maybe a bit about your family. Like, who is Durance? Cool. So... Um, who am I? So my name is Jonte Lolly. Um, born and bred in West Auckland. Um, what else? <laughs> I'm Samoan. Uh, I come from the villages of Matatu um, Falate, and also from Matatu Fulotswana. Um, actually, no, I'm not 28 years of age. I'm actually 29. I just just turned 29 on Monday. Oh, happy belated birthday, sis. Oh, How rude of me. I should have put balloon or something behind me. <laughs> Sorry, uh, go ahead. Twenty nine years and twenty years um, of age. Um, I am a proud member of the Pacifica LGBTQIA plus community. Um, a strong advocate for my community as well. Not being, um, not just being LGBTQIA plus, but also being of um, Pacific um, descent as well. Um, I am also the creative director of the Myself for Siva Academy. Uh, basically, if not the biggest um, in West Auckland, uh, the biggest Siva Asamo Academy in all of Auckland. Uh, recently, we had a uh, we had a term that we did. We did a teamwork term um, with our kids. We had a total of 250 kids enrolled within our teamwork program. Um, so, yeah, that's that's basically um, been my dream since, since forever. I mean, if someone was to ask me, how long have you been dancing? It's basically somebody asking me, oh, you know, um, when did you... Um, when did you speak your first words? How old were you um, when you spoke your first words? So it's basically like that um, for me. So, yeah, that's a little bit about myself. Um, you yeah. know, it's, 
it's interesting that you bring up because that was my first question. Like, like I, I feel like people don't even know how active you are. Like, you're not just active in the performing arts community. You're active in all, like, different areas of the performing arts. Like, not just as a director, which we will get to, we'll get to your children soon. We'll get to your kids, <laughs> your beautiful kids who I was lucky, lucky enough just before I came back, I got to see them perform. Uh, in Blockhouse Bay at a community event, so we'll talk about them later. But, I mean, you're so active in so many different areas of, of the performing arts in Auckland, and I was excited to get you on here because I feel like West Auckland does not get a – no yeah. one gives West Auckland flowers. Exactly. Sis, yeah. I was like, yo. That is – <laughs> You know, and, and, you know, like, a lot of – a lot – like, I've seen you actually – I've seen you in other, um, I've seen you with Sawe Siva Creators, which we'll get yep. to as well, and the amazing work they do at South Auckland, and I've seen you in yes. so many musicals and productions, and I'm like, when you actually started your academy, I was like, yo, that's it, see, bringing it out west, because your academy shows just the passion that so many of our young people, and we're not just talking young people, we're talking even the young ones, like five years of age, mm -hmm. like, you know, coming up through primary school. So I know I'm getting excited, but back to the question of, like, <laughs> when did, like, I guess who were your influences, like, in terms of, like, getting into dance, getting into, because you're an actress as well. You know, you you're, you make costumes. Like, how did you, the acting and the dancing and the, the singing, like, where does that come from? Is it mum's bloodline or is it dad's bloodline? Like, yeah, where does it? Where do you get it from? Um, I think just being a, um, a performer, I think it just runs naturally within us Polynesians, you know? Um, you know, everyone's a performer. If you're not a dancer, you're a singer. If you're not a singer, a dancer, you're an actor or actress. You know, you can't not be one of the three, you know, at least, you know, I know for myself, you know, I'm not like putting myself out there, but you can <laughs> put yourself Put yourself out there, West Auckland. That's what's up. Do it, sis. Do it. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I think, well, just in terms of um, my background um, in performing arts, so um, my dad, my dad's family, so all of my dad's family, they're all singers. You know, uh, my dad, my dad's brothers, uh, you know, my grandfather, they were all singers back in the days, you know, they used to have like those, do you remember back in the days where like, you'd have like the old cassette tapes of like your uncles and they're all standing there with the matching eyelids, like this? that was my dad, so that was my dad and his brothers, they had those kind of cassette tapes, and then you have people like my mom, my mom's family. So my mom's family, they all, um, you know, we come from a long line of dancers, but not only that, you know, my mom, my mom's brothers, my grandfather, you know, they all compose songs, um, you know, for, um, if it's not church stuff, it's for village stuff. Um, you know, my late grandfather on my mom's side, he actually um, composed one of the V's for our village, um, which is very well known um, today. So, you know, it's just thinking back to, you know, like um, how it was for our family, like 50, 60 years back, and just thinking, wow, I can't believe, you know, that was my dad, you know, oh, I can't believe that was my mom you know, stuff like that. And it's that kind of, um, you know, it's, it's those kind of things that resonate with me so deeply. 
and it's just you know not everyone is blessed to have you know a dad that can sing a mum that can compose songs you know a mum that can dance you know stuff like that so you know i hold that stuff very um dearly to me especially when it comes to you know performing in front of people and stuff like that you know um my nana um you know my mum and my mum, so they were like my first teachers when it came to um, Siva Samoa, whether it was dancing like a boy or dancing like a girl. So, you know, they've always told me, you know, every time you dance, you know, don't do it for yourself, but do it for, you know, um, do it for the love of dancing, you know, don't just do it for the sake of it, but more so, you know, do it because you love it, because you love Siva, you know, you love to sing, you love to dance and stuff like that. Um, which brings me back to the name of Le Masio for Siva Academy. So a lot of people ask me, oh, you know, where did you come up with the name and stuff like that? And um, the story behind the name is basically um, I've named... I've named it Le Masio for Siva Academy is because I've named it after um, my two first teachers of Siva Samo, which happens to be my mum and my nana. So because, you know, my mum my and my nana are both the matriarchs of our family, you know, they're always going to be my Masiofors. And, you know, if it was one thing that I could give back to my mum and my nana, this was it. And, you know, and it was, you know, people like, why Le Masiofor? Why Le Masiofor? Why did you use these names? And I said, well, you know, it's, it's it's very personal to me, you know, it's, it's you know, the story behind it is very dear to me, and, um, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know, okay, so let's, it. I love it, let's, okay, so then let's just, let's just carry on and talk about this beautiful, I mean, I got to see, and I, it wasn't even your whole group, I think it was, I think it was the older uh, part yes, of the group, our and, open class. Yeah. yeah, and you know, honestly, like, let's talk about your tutor, your group of tutors first. Like, yes. So, how did you bring them together? Like, are they like friends that you've not? Are they friends, or did you have to, or did, did they have to audition to become part of the team? How did how? What was your selection process there? Because all your tutors bring something unique to, um, from the music to the dance to the costume making they all bring something to the academy so mm. yeah how did you make those decisions because it must have been hard uh, um it definitely was hard for me and mm. you know this this is something that i've been wanting to bring to life for so long and you know in terms of choosing the right people you know i had to choose people who i knew we're going to um we're going to work well you know being together so everyone that i chose um for our team um you know i've all i've had like different experiences with them in the past in terms of performing arts so um starting off with our um our music director so our music director is Monela Katani so Monela Katani is uh, one of my best friends um he's not Samoan he's a Kinuayan and so you know the love that Mona has for um for music you know especially Samoan music you could play any Samoan song in front of Mona and he will sing it word for word right in front of you you know what and it's so interesting that you say that he's not even Samoan because I didn't even know that like I literally, yeah. I honestly thought he he had some Samoan in him because you wouldn't even know that he's not Samoan. Yeah, no. So Moni is Nguyen, Tongan, Papua oh. New Guinean. 
So he has no Simon in him whatsoever, whatsoever. But, you know, if there's one thing that Monet always tells me is that music is universal. And, you know, that language is universal. So, you know, you, it can, you can play any song in whatever language. And if it speaks to you, then so be it. And, you know, I'm just fortunate enough to um, to have me, you know, one of my best friends, you know, do and um, take, take care of everything, you know, to do with the music, the band. Um, and, you know, it was just, you know, I, I, I know it was such a big job for him because, you know, one, him not being someone, I think that was the biggest thing for him was not being someone. Also, too, I think another thing was um, trying to teach, you know, because what we wanted to do is, you know, we wanted the kids to sing their own songs, you know. If, you, if you're dancing to it, you might as well sing it as well. And I think, you know, that was another challenge that Moni faced. But, you know, obviously myself and the rest of our um, team are going to be there to help him. Um, so yeah, Monu took care of all the music, um, also his band, so that was um, Ivan Fremono, Eric Chanfoon, Shaman Himana, uh, Izzy Robertson, and also uh, Wiki Sot Lefei. So um, that was basically all of our music and, um, and our band. Um, then we had um, our line of shooters, so we have Aina Tuvaiti, um, who is actually one of my cousins. So usually, um, you know, every time we have family gatherings, you know, obviously, you know, families, you know, a wedding, a birthday, obviously all the cousins are gonna, are gonna dance. And so with our family, you know, there's so many of us girl cousins, um, you know, every wedding or every birthday we're bound to perform. And Inga's one of those girls where you could just look at her and you're, you know, there's probably like 50 of them dancing, but you're drawn to the one. And Inga's one of those dancers. Um, and I've always been a big fan of, um, of the way Inga dances too, because you know how, you know, there's a saying um, that says, you know, you know, like, you know, but um, the bigger girls are a lot more, um, a lot more graceful um, than the skinny girls. And, you know, that's what I saw in Inga because, you know, the way she dances, it's not, it's, it's not um, more so dancing because of the sake of it, but, you know, you can see it in her facial expression too. You know, if she's not feeling the music, she's smiling, you know, she's giving you tints across the board, smiling, you know, <laughs> to everybody. Uh, and, you know, I've, um, I've had a discussion with her previously too. I was like, you know, have you ever thought of joining dance groups and stuff like that? She was like, yeah, I wouldn't mind, you know, obviously, you know, I love to dance and stuff like that, but I um, just never had the opportunity to do so. And I always had that at the back of my head too. So as I was, you know, selecting people, um, obviously, you know, I had to have Aina in there as well. Even though, um, you know, she doubted herself at first, but I was like, you know, if anything, you know, we're all taking the biggest leap of faith right now um, in terms of, you know, in terms of this academy. And, you know, I'm so proud of her, um, you know, for also coming out of Rochelle as well. Um, speaking of coming out of Rochelle, one of our other shooters, Rosemary Louie, um, this was a big challenge for her too. And she um, she always told me, she was like, why, why have you chosen me? Why have you chosen me? I'm not even a good dancer, you know, stuff like that. But 
you know, with Rosemary, it's it's not so much being a good dancer, it's seeing her work ethic, you know, with uh, when it comes to um when it comes to, you know, being around kids and stuff. So Rosemary is also the fellow pussy for her and for her youth, I think it's her Sunday school. Um and she's also a Sunday school teacher too. So I knew and I was like, you know, Rosemary's one of those girls that can work well with kids and you know that's something that I don't have you know like I would say yeah I'm really good with kids I'm really good with kids because I, honestly I'm not like you know if anything I'm standing and freeze and, you know Rosemary Rosemary's the type you know she'll like come she'll, she'll be like come let's all sit down you know yeah. let's play a game blah 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 I can't do that I'm yeah. like I'm the type of person who's like no everyone get up formation 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 yeah. So, you know, it was good to have those kind of people that balanced you out because we didn't want to have, we didn't um, want it to be more so, you know, shoving curry and songs down their throats every time they practice. You know, we wanted to, you know, like, you know, let loose of them, you know, play a few warm-up games and stuff like that. Um, yeah, so that's Rosemary. Um, we also have... Uh, Tessa, um, Kumayu, feeling more Kumayu, and uh, Raymond Lemano Matangi. So, um, Tessa, I've known through and um, Efaka Satchel. So, um, she's also one of the youth leaders for Efakasa Sandringham, and you know, we've always um, seen each other, youth staff, and stuff like that. Um, so I know. You know, Tessa is a strong leader, and you know, I've seen videos of Tessa dancing. You know, always been a big fan of her work ethic, too. Um, and then we have Raymond Laman Matangi, who you know, I've seen perform. You know, I the, the one day I saw Raymond perform, and I went live on Facebook too, and um, I saw him performing like, man, you cannot find guys that can dance so graceful like that, even today. And you know, it was more so like, you know. I really wanted um, uh, Raymond to be in the group, not because of, um, you know, because he's a male and he can dance gracefully, but it was more so the fact of, you know, Raymond coming into the space. And because I know Raymond loves to dance as well, he probably loves to see them more than I do. Um, and, you know, just seeing um people you know commenting when we started releasing our social media you know people were like oh my gosh Raymond about time you know I'm so happy for you and stuff like that and so you know seeing all of that um you know all of Raymond's cousins and um his friends you know sharing everything and I'm like you know Thank God that um that you know we were able to I was able to bring Raymond into this group because you know look you know it, all of this um you know all the comments and you know sharing of our social media just speaks for um itself in terms of you know how much Raymond loves to see the how much you know um how much he loves to see the sound more teaching see the sound more as well. Um and it was just you know I think it was just one of those things where even though I didn't know and uh, Raymond um, that much, you know, on a personal level, but was more so seeing the fact that, you know, um, our mutual ground was, you know, the love of Super Samoa, you know, and I could see it in the way Raymond dances too. Um, yeah, it was just like, you know, I, I definitely want him in the group. I definitely wanted to see in the group too. And it was just, you know, one by one messaging everyone, 
um, hi, um, blah, 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 this is so random. <laughs> you know, it was it was so random. Honestly, I was just like randoming, uh, randomly uh, messaging everyone at like, you know, God knows what hours of the night, you know, like two o'clock in the morning. Um, and, you know, some of them would be like, oh, you know, um, you know, I just need to pray on it and stuff like that, which was fine. You know, it was a big ask, you know, coming from um, coming from someone like me, and it was just like, you know, when, when everybody said yes, I was just like, this is it. West Auckland is going to go off. And it was just... <laughs> Honestly, and if, you know, if anything, like honestly, all the stuff siders they always dogging us. Yeah. I will say that right now, like honestly, all the stuff siders they dog us hard out, and it was, it was if it was one thing, I was like, nah, I'm gonna make sure that this is gonna go off for West Auckland, and everybody knows it too. Everyone knows that I'm a diehard Westie. Like yeah. honestly, West Side till I die. <laughs> Right that's what's up and honestly. you know honestly sis it's so funny because i would see you performing in these productions out uh, musicals out south auckland yeah. and so i'm watching these clips and you'd be putting and i'm just like yo where's where's Auckland at so when i saw you and your when you your academy did this recital did that first recital honestly where did all those kids come from because <laughs> tell me they couldn't have been all your family. Stop it now. We're amazing. I was, honestly, it, was it was beautiful. Yeah. It's, honestly, it was just seeing everyone, you know, on that stage. It was like, man, it was man, so powerful. I, 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 yeah. I couldn't believe, you know, just seeing all of the kids coming on stage. Honestly, I stood there and I literally wanted to bore my eyes out because. You know, it was it wasn't the fact that um, you know, I did this, I did this, I did this. I was just seeing the look on these kids' faces, you know, coming out, you know, bucking, boring, like singing their lungs out, you know, smiling, waving to their families on stage, you know, like the little kids. They honestly, they stole my heart. Um, and you know, you know the thing with the, you know the thing with the little kids that I absolutely loved. And going back to your point about the importance of singing the songs that you're, you know, the Siva, the Siva songs. There wasn't one, every little child on that stage knew the Pakiempo, knew the dance moves, and they knew all the words. And then you said that it was a 10-week um, preparation. I mean, yes. how, first of all, who owns all those kids? <laughs> I was like, that can't be all new Lene Fakasa. Surely there's a not all. Where, I mean, where are the kids from? You know, are, are they all from West Auckland? Um, and then how difficult was it to get everyone so in sync, all the different age groups? Oh, my God. You know, big shout out to uh, Le Masio for Siva Academy tutors because what you guys did, honestly, sis, I just can't, like, no words. <laughs> Honestly, it's even even up to now, like a month after our show, um, you know, I could sit here and still be overwhelmed mm. at the fact that, you know, what had unfolded, you know, before us um, at um, at the recital. So, um, not all of those kids are from West Auckland. Mm. Um, we had kids from. Um, Central Auckland, South Auckland, we had kids wow. on the North Shore. 
I am drive out to to be a part of the massive four. And it was just like, you know, I could pinpoint, you know, some kids that be like, hey, I'm actually from this academy, actually from this academy. They're like, yeah, but, you know, we still want to keep dancing. And I was like, see, like, it was that, that kind of, when, when those kids said that to me, they're like, yeah, we are, but, you know, we still want to keep dancing. And I was like, man, you know, these things need to, you know, these kind of things need to thrive in Auckland because, yeah. honestly, um... 240 kids that ended up on that stage. So we started with um, 320. So when we closed our registration, um, we had a total total of 320 kids sign up. But then um, as we progressed throughout the weeks, um, you know, kids were slowly dropping out because of other commitments. Mm-hmm. And we're all like, no, that's fine. You know, that's totally fine. You know, you've got to do what you've got to do at the end of the day. But secretly, I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, like, the numbers are going down. <laughs> Man, but still, you, you're saying that, but the fact that you still were able to get 240 kids on that stage, I mean, yeah. I've never, like you said, like, I like how you said that at the beginning, like, if anything, this is probably the biggest academy, because I haven't seen, like, I've seen other groups, right, but it's very selective and i can understand why groups are very selective mm-hmm. but I, it wasn't just the age range the range of ages on the stage but 240 i mean just props to your team like huge shout out to your team to achieve that Thank and you. then just the parents right the parents oh were supporting. my god the parents yeah Man. Kind of <laughs> oh, right. you know while we're talking about parents i want to jump in and talk about your mom because you know your mom I mean, I remember her, you know, I always remember her from, from church, you know, Pulenga yeah. things. Man, your mom is, is, you know, every time I see you, you know, doing the, you know, Siva Samoa, um, you know, she's always there to Ayuli behind you. She's always yeah. there supporting, you know, if I saw you doing a Tongan dance, she was there to support. I, th- I think I saw you doing recently a Cook Island dance, she was there to support. Mm. I mean, you know, your mom is just, Tell tell us about the relationship that you have with your mom because I don't think I've ever seen you at a performance where she hasn't been there. Like she is someone that has your back. Tell us about yes. your beautiful mom. Um so my mom, like, you know, she she's my best friend. Um you know, sometimes, you know, we could be like, you know, arguing each other, but you know, next minute, you know, we're all like, Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, you know. Um no, my mom's literally been there since day dots for me. Um, you know, she hasn't missed one performance. You know, every performance I have, you know, she's always like, Where is it? It doesn't matter how far it is, you know, um, it could be all the way at Manukau or Hamilton. My mum will literally do the drive. She'll be like, yeah, I'll, you know, I'll come and watch and stuff like that. Um, you know, every time I've had to dance, you know, if it's, you know, Kokalian dancing, Tongan dancing, you know, Siva Samoa, like literally my mum's always behind me, um, you know, being like um, the best I really ever like yeah. if if you know you know my mom literally is a siren every time yes. like, you know, she's on the dance floor yeah or if she's singing you know like my mom's you know she's got my back 100 that lady and 
you know, I'm just very thankful for her because, you know, my, even my friends they were like, make sure you tell your mom to come, blah, 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 so she can come in dance, blah, 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 you know. All my friends were like, make sure your mom's there, make sure, right. your, make sure your mom's there. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm so thankful for her and, um, you know, I don't, I can't imagine um, um, my life being a, um, being a, um, an artist without her because, you know, it's, it's without my mom, um, you know, I, have, I probably wouldn't have, um, you know, started this academy or, you know, stuff like that, you know, every morning and it's, you know, I, 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 I see it because, you know, it's the, I'm always up at this time and I say every morning at five o'clock my mom's up and she's doing her prayers and, you know, every time I hear her saying, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, like to keep, I'm, you know, to continue, you know, blessing me and, you know, um, you know, thanking God for the talents that he's, um, you know, bestowed upon me and stuff like that. You know, it's just stuff that, you know, um, some of us, you know, tend to take for granted. You know, we don't see, you know, like the love um, that our parents have for us, you know, whether that if it's them being up at five o'clock, you know, doing their prayers for us, or if it's them driving from Henderson all the way to Papakura to come watch our show and stuff like that. Um, you know, it's, you know, my mom's been my best friend, she'll always be my best friend, you know, no matter how many times we argue or stuff like that. Um, but yeah, no, I love her with, I love her so much, like, I love her with all my heart. Um, She's such an OG, because I, it's not just remembering her, like, I remember even supporting you through high school, like, it's not, I think people don't understand that your mom it's not something where she just recently started coming to support, right? Yeah. I mean, I remember her back, you know, cultural group uh, in high school and stuff. I always yeah. remember your mom being there. And, you know, I'm in church, you know, Bulenga, uh, you know, churches, you know, they're the OGs, you know, the OG moms who, it doesn't matter how old they are, they're there for Kilikiki, they're there exactly. for volleyball, yeah. they're there supporting the kids playing touch, you know. And I wanted to ask, because you are, a youth leader, you're a role model in your church. You know, when we think about Ifakasa Church, you know, you're born and bred, and now you know you've come up through the church. You've had those who have who have been leaders before you, and yes. now you're a leader. Um, were you ready to become a leader? How long? You know, was it one of those things that people were preparing, like your generation coming through? Tell us about uh, your church, because I know it's a tight-knit community. Shout mm. out to Ifakasa uh, New Lynn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do you, sis? Do you? But, yeah, tell us about your church family and your youth group, because Olaio Youth Group, it's so great to see that, you know, there are youth groups in our Ifakasa church who are still going strong. Tell us about mm. your experiences with your youth and your role in there. Um, so... My role within the youth group is um so I'm a philocracy for our junior youth. So basically, you know, um anything to do with the junior youth, you know, obviously it has to come from me or um, one of the other youth leaders. Um was I ready to become a leader at the time they appointed that title to me? Um yes. But was I ready to become a leader within our junior youth? 
not so much um only because you know i know what it takes to become a leader um within a youth group and um just thinking back at the time you know i wasn't um spiritually ready to become um, a youth leader within our church um or with well within our youth um and i told um you know our spiritual parents um you know our um, I don't think I'm ready for for this particular order you've given me. Thank you, though, like, you know, for thinking of me and stuff like that. But um, spiritually and mentally, I don't think, you know, I'm ready for this role. And um, literally, it only took, like, a minute for Alphalikwa to just turn around and tell me she was like, um, and she told me she was like, you know, God doesn't put you through these kind of obstacles he knows you can't overcome. Um, you know, there's a reason why myself and Maola have um, have chosen you for this role. You know, if anything, you could probably take on this whole youth by yourself. You probably won't even need, um, you know, um, the Philico or the 50 hours help to lead this youth. You can obviously do this yourself. But um, I think it was, you know, I think they wanted me to um to flourish within the church within the church as well because you know they'd see me flourish you know like at all of these shows and stuff like yeah. that um uh, i um but I think what they wanted me to do as you know as um all of our spiritual parents want i think they want they want to see us flourish within the church, and I think this is why. Um, you know, they gave me the sort of being a fellow kusi for our youth. And, you know, Molly, Molly Maola, honestly, they have just been, um, you know, absolute um, pillars of strength um, within our youth or, and within our churches. Well, you know, um, whatever our churches, you know, may go through um, or even our youth, you know, our, our spiritual parents are always here to pick us up. Um, every time we fall down, and I, you know, I'm so thankful um, to Reverend Marley and Molly, or uh, Reverend Marley and uh, Molly, Sister Rama, um, just for their prayers, you know, um, especially you know upon me as well. You know, they've um, you know they've prayed for me, they've prayed for my well-being, they've prayed for my health, um, you know, and they always keep telling me they're like, you know, all these talents that you have, you know, you are meant to, you know. Um, you were meant to start this academy because look, you know, look at how many people um turned up. You know, it just shows how much um people in the community value your talent. Um, and it's just you know, you know, every time I always doubt myself, I always think back to what um our spiritual parents um you know tell us. So I think, you know, my journey as being a youth leader within our church. Um, you know, I'm, you know, I'm the type of person that's, you know, I'm all for the kids, I'm all for the youth, you know. So anything, you know, anything we do, you know, it's it's all for them, and it's just, you know, it's it's fitting me asking because um, just before we went into lockdown on Tuesday night, we had our youth leaders uh, meeting at Denny's. <laughs> of course, she <laughs> did. Just in time, just in time. Like, literally, like, hours before we went into lockdown, we were all at Denny's discussing, you know, the future of our youth and stuff like that. 
for the next six months and it was just like you know just just those little things you know the youth leaders coming together you know um planning stuff um for the kids you know for the youth you know if, if it's not um you know team bonding it's just more so you know something to do with fitness you know stuff like that and yeah i think that's um I think that's, you know, that's one thing that I always carry with me is that, um, you know, Molly and um, Maola knew that I was ready for this role before I knew, before I even knew that I was ready for this role. Man, Toronto, you don't even, I can't even, like, put into words how proud I am of you because, you know, seeing, you know, we've all come through Fakasa, but seeing you now in leadership role, um, you know, your generation, and I'm just so proud of you. It's just so cool to see youth groups thriving and leadership coming through uh, from, you know, people like yourself, um, you know, who is a role model in the community, who is doing so much, but then to be able to also give that same passion and, and those talents, those God-given talents to to the young people of your church. I mean, it's just, I'm so proud of it. I'm like having oh, like a, a proud moment, like, oh, it's like a star. <laughs> upon just a few things that you've done like we yeah. i have like a whole list here you know i mean you're an actress stop it <laughs> you're an actress you know you were on the laugh with housey wives our yeah. fresh tv coconut 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 oh coconut.net oh yeah just making it up housey wives with the likes of balaka lolo uh stacy lord you know what I, I'm honestly thinking you must, you guys must have been laughing from start to finish because, you know, the chemistry that you guys all have on the, you know, in those, even though it's short snippets, I'm just thinking, wow, yeah. they probably did 20 takes of this shot because I can just I'm, imagine I'm all of you laughing, like. I swear, like, I think this, uh, it's funny, um, it was the last day of shooting, right? And it was like, I don't know, I think we were, it was just the one scene we needed to shoot. And I think, you know, everyone was just, you know, it had been a long day. Um, literally, and I, honestly, I was, I'm not lying to you. I think it took like at least 20 takes <laughs> to get it right. And it's, if you watch the bloopers, you will see there's a particular um, bit in there where like, I just can't stop laughing. <laughs> Like, I literally cannot stop laughing. And it was like, it got to the point where I had to look this hand and I had to like, like my hand like this to try and not laugh. Honestly, I was trying to resort to so many things to stop laughing. And then it got to the point where everyone else was like, okay, it's not funny now. Just do the scene we want to go. <laughs> Honestly, it took like everything in me to not laugh. Honestly, like, I had to think of like some really sad stuff like you know, <laughs> trying not to laugh how did you get how did you get that role like how i mean was it did you audition or again was it like through connection for different groups that you had been working with how um, did so, you become the actress <laughs> <laughs> so with i'm um, with housey wives um so i knew the writers um mm -hmm. mario Favoy and krista early um it's funny because I think it went there. I think it was a Monday. Um, no, sorry, Saturday. 
um, was the audition. You know, they had called me and they're like, hey, we want you to audition for this role. Um, you know, we uh, we think you'll be really good at it. So they sent me like um, um, the script of a particular scene and, you know, so I had to go and do the audition. And then I was like, um, I was like, oh, I don't think I did that well. And then um, they were like, oh, we'll give you a call um, on Monday. So Monday came and, um, you know, I hadn't heard from them. And I was just like, damn, okay, mm -hmm. I probably didn't get it. And then Monday night they called me and they're like, oh, we're just calling you to let you know. Um, they got the part. And I was like, <laughs> Honestly, I was I was so unique. I was like, oh my god, look at the park. Honestly, it was it was so hilarious. And it was funny because um, that Wednesday I was flying out to Brisbane, and that following week they're like, oh, we're gonna start shooting um on Tuesday, um, you know, just letting you know now. And I was like, oh, but I didn't get back um from Brisbane until Wednesday, and they're like, oh. Can we um can we cut your trip short a few days? <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, then fine, yeah, that's all good. Um, yeah, so they flew me back a few days earlier, um, so that I could you know go over the script. I mean, Tuesday, I was the first day of filming, but I swear, I I felt like the meanest like dummy in there i was just like you know i could see everyone you know going over their lines yeah. and stuff like that and i'm just there like stuffing my face off <laughs> and then it's not it's, it's not until i realize you know we're about to shoot and i'm like oh my gosh i didn't even have my bloody lines <laughs> and so like you know i sit there with my script down down here and then i look at it and i put it down and they're like you can't look at your script i was like i know but i haven't done my lines <laughs> Just, just being in the space, you know, with people who have done this before, it was just like, it was mind-blowing for me. Yeah. Especially, um, you know, um, being with um, Stacey Leilua, Bella Kalolo, mm. um, Gabby Solomona, you know, right. all of these big names. And, yes. like, and you just have me, like, my <laughs> minty over here. And I said, oh my gosh, I feel like the biggest like, you know, amateur, and you're like, oh, it's so good, there's a reason why I'm chosen, but I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel like an amateur. But honestly, just being with, um, with Stacey, Gabby, um, Bella, honestly, throughout the whole time, it was just laughs. Like, if you weren't laughing, we were eating. If you weren't eating, we were shooting. <laughs> Literally, it was just, honestly, like, you know, I, I felt like the biggest superstar as well, like, <laughs> You know, because when you go on set, you know, they've got, like, the production team. Yeah. They've even got, like, caterers and stuff like that. I was like, oh, this is, like, the gym, the gym. Like, <laughs> and I was just like, man, you know, I love, I love being in the um, creative space because, you know, mm. you get to see everyone's work behind the scenes. Mm. And it was just like, man, you think that, you know, just watching this kind of stuff on the internet or on the TV, that it's just like a piece of cake. It is not like literally just just seeing everyone, you know, like the camera crew, the lighting, the sound, production. I'm like, man, like big ups to these people because yeah. honestly, it's without these people that, you know, all of these movies and like web series, you know, won't look as good without these kind of people. So yeah. And I they must have paid you well, huh? 
Go. I want to count. I want to count. I'm just a superstar. I want to count. Okay, work. Man, you know it's interesting that you mentioned behind the scenes. Um, because you know I had to put it in the introduction that um, you know, like you're such the fashionista, right? You're such you're so fashionable, and you know every time I see you know stories or you know you're just everything matches you can tell you put a lot of thought into your outfit how much of that do you because you like where i'm leading to is you're someone who is in front of the camera is a performer but you do a lot of the hard yards the yes. hard work behind the scenes being the fashionista that you are how what do you take from that and and how do you because i feel like you take that and you just give it all behind the scenes into making you know the skirts for whether it's cook island you know cook mm. island dancing or the tongan dancing or siva samoa like tell us about your fashion and then these costumes that you bring a team of friends together and you guys just smash out these beautiful beautiful pieces and i think i've actually even seen you make a a twinga yes. did i make that yeah. up no okay yeah so, talk yeah. so we've, made, we've made a few of those too yeah tell us um <laughs> yeah if i'm not in front of the camera i'm behind the camera <laughs> ah. it's honestly it, it takes a lot a eh? like mentally you know, physically as well. And, you know, it's not a walk in the park, like, mm. especially when it comes to costuming. And, you know, it's just intricate details that um, they do it for me. You know, I'm the type of person that's like, uh, you know, there could be like, you know, 20 types of different feathers in front of me, but I'd be like, oh no, I don't want any of them to really look at more. You know, it's just like, you know, I'm, I'm very much that type of person that's like OCD when it comes to like mm. different costumes. Um, yeah, just recently, um, so after Le Monsieur Four and Siva Academy show, um, we had um, the Kokan Festival that was based here in Auckland right. um, called the Tamaivanui New Zealand. Yes. Usually this is a big, um, a big thing um, back in the cooks, back in Maratanga. Mm. Um, usually this is like the um the this is like basically the Kokani version of a Tewila festival in mm -hmm. Samoa. Um so this is like the constitution, you know, they celebrate um all things Cook Island, whether whether it's um singing, dancing, food, performing arts, um, you know, arts and crafts and stuff like that. And um I was um, blessed to be a part of one of the groups here called Vakatakitomu mm -hmm. and you know one of my friends just happened to be the cultural leader and he was like sis you know I'd love for you to come you know um, experience Tamaivinui with us and I was like oh my gosh yo you know I'm so keen you know it's something where you know I don't have to lead because you know mm -hmm. at the time I was already I was already leading you know, you know um, the Masio for you know mm -hmm. to be launched and it was just so cool to be a part of something, you know, that I didn't have to leave. And I was like, oh, I can finally, I can finally be, you know, um, be a part of backstage and yeah. behind the scenes and stuff like that. 
But um, I think the hardest part for me was, um, it's, it's always going to be the costumes because, you know, Kokani costumes are so intricate um, and, you know, the, the detailing of them is, you know, it's, um, you have to make sure that everything is right and everything is correct and that, you know, there's um, certain ways where things have to be done correctly as well in terms of making Kokani costumes. Um, you know, so I was, you know, I was slaving away on my sewing machine, sewing all the bands, um, the hip bands, the head bands, um, helping out with the hula skirts, uh, you know, the titties, the hats, you know, the bras, everything. Um, it was just, you know, uh, and it wasn't easy too because there was literally only, only about 15 of us and we had to make, how many costumes did we make? About... 80 costumes wow. so that was like you know um that's boys and girls costumes and you can just imagine the time behind the scenes you know like um you know with all the hula skirts that we use so all of, all of the hula skirts um, were flown in from Samoa I mean, so you know they come as the normal um you know kiki fowl you know just in its natural state um and you know the process of you know um bleaching them you know then you gotta color them then you gotta dry them you gotta cut them you know um you gotta fit them on certain dancers and stuff like that and you know it was just like it was you know big ups to the costume team for Vakitakitomu for um 2k21 because honestly it was like it was getting to the point where you know some of the costume team went sleeping for like at least two days because they wanted to get the costumes done and you know i was just thankful that um you know, we didn't have to make those kind of costumes for myself for, you know, and mm. um, it was just like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad, you know, the only things we need to do is literally, you know, just small stuff. Mm. Um, but yes, uh, me and my friends, um, you know, we do a lot of like ASAMWA work, mm. so, you know, people, um, people hire us to, um, to dress them, you know, whether if it's uh, for a wedding or, um, you know, or a birthday, you know, stuff like that, or someone's just doing the dance. So usually, um, my friends, you know, people will message us to be like, hey, can you dress my daughter for the 21st, you know, for her to see the more. So, uh, you know, me and my friends will go, we'll take all of our stuff, you know, try on different things, see what looks better on her. And um, we also make um, traditional Tawinga Fafau as well, which is, um, you know, the salmon headdress um, that a lot of telpos and manayas wear. Um, for me personally, I'm not the type, I, I don't, I'm sorry, I'm not the type of person um, that would just make, you know, the ones you just put on, you just tie it yeah. back. Yeah, that's not me. I'm not that type of person. I'm the type of person that will, you know, assemble it piece by piece, you know, how it was traditionally and um you know, how it was done um, you know, back in the um back in the old days. Um only because it just looks um you know, it just looks better, you know, when you assemble it, you know, traditionally, you know, seeing the big hair, you know, the kifa shells, the bullet shells. Um, you know, it just adds that um authentic um you know Samoan um look of a tomato or you know or um or some Samoan you know especially when it comes to dancing as well. You know, so you you have a team, right? 
Yes. Do you have a brand? Uh, because I do. I've seen you, and I'm like, do you have a brand? Like, is that a? Is that? Am I late to the show? Do you have a brand that I don't know about? Do you have, <laughs> like, you've got this team. Is that something that you want to establish if it's not already established in the future? Like, you've got your academy. You're making these these dreams, these small dreams that you had. You're making them a reality. So I'm just like, when's Geronce's brand coming out? <laughs> like, because the work you and your team do, it's so beautiful. And like you said, it's intricate. Just as with the different costumes, whether it be the Tongan, uh, yeah. you know, Tongan dancing or Kapalan dancing, what's what's the plan with that? Or did I already miss the memo? Is there a brand? Um, so, so with me and my friends, um, so we're called. Um, so we gave ourselves a name, and it's called Lai Pacifica. So it's yeah. myself, um, Moni Lakatami, Ireland Ati, Jane Ohitupo, and Anna Sumulitsukwati. So um, there's five of us, um, sorry, and also Maggie Maisake, six of us. Um, so, you know, we're the ones that go and dress people for, um, you know, for these functions and stuff like that. You know, we always keep telling each other, you know, when are we going to, like, start, you know, launching a re but, you know, we're just, we're just cruising at the moment, you know, when it happens, it will happen. But, you know, you um, when it does happen, you'll see it go on Instagram and stuff yeah. like that. Honestly, we're the ones that are like, yeah, 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 we'll, uh, we'll find people to, like, design a logo and we'll, you know, do all of this stuff, do all of that. But it's just like, you know, everyone's so busy. Like, everyone's, you know, trying to get their own coin, you know, stuff like that. Um, But, you know, even at the end of all of that, we all, you know, we always make time for, like, you know, people who want to be dressed by us and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Man, that is so cool. I want to talk about Soe Siva Creatives. I want to talk about that back-breaking move. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm talking about. I want to talk about it because, man, I remember the first time seeing that and I was like... And then I was thinking, I wonder... How long did it take for everyone to nail it? Yeah, Tell me about that back-breaking move, man. I was hurting just watching it, like, oh, what? It's beautiful and sync, beautiful, yeah. but damn. Oh, totally. Damn, Jerome. That's that's all props to um the creatives of Soe Siva. Um, wow, shout out Soe Siva creatives. And, uh, shout out to Soe Siva. It's Troy Tua, Adeline Ati. Um, Licky Jackson, Burke, Italia Hunt, and um, Bob Sevilla. So, honestly, these five, the Soul Civic creators, honestly, there is no one like them out there. Amazing. Like, you know, these guys are like hardcore South Side. So, you know, I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, we'll put that away, but just for now, you know, like. <laughs> It's all love. It's all love, family. It's all love. We all love to see where that's the main thing. Um, no, but it's honestly, it took months like to perfect it. And you know, when we were um, when we were in rehearsals for Rosalina and um, mm. for our first season for Rosalina, honestly, I swear it was just like. Honestly, you know, I'm not the skinniest girl, and you know, when I did that, I was like. I looked at her, I was like, you have got to be kidding me. There is no <laughs> way I can do that. I mean, they were like, what, it's either that or you don't, you're not in this particular yeah. dance. It's like, no, I want to be in the dance. Yeah. Honestly, it literally, like, three, four months. 
we had to get that, like, you know, we had to nail it. You know, there were sometimes, you know, sometimes at rehearsals, you know, they'll, you know, they won't, they'll be, they'll be fine, they'll be lenient with us. I think there were the times where Troy would just stand there, he'll be like, back! And then you just see all of us, like, <laughs> literally, like, back touching the floor. And I was like, oh my gosh. But, you know, yeah. after, you know, after months of rehearsing, it got easier. Like, literally, it got so much easier. You know, honestly, it was just like, you know, a piece of cake. You know, at first, you know, it was hard. It was so hard because not only that, it was leaning this way and you got to glide and you got to lean yeah. back and you got to glide back and then lean back that way. Yeah. Honestly, it was just, it was so much, you know, especially for like someone as big as myself um, to try and, you know, do all of that, but also, you know, keeping time as well, you know, like, it was just so hard, but then, you know, when you, you know, after I saw, or, you know, it, yeah. would, it would just come, it would just come to you like second nature. And it was... Re- yeah, I mean, the reason why I ask is because in the, in the dancers, uh, the performers are different sizes, but yes. man, when you all did that, I was, it was like, everyone was so uniform and in sync. Yeah. And you couldn't even tell that it was there were different sizes um, of dance, you know, which was that was the amazing part. I was just like, how on earth did they, you know, you like watch you, and then this like I was just like amazing. Honestly, some days it was like a competition. <laughs> he could go back the furthest. And I was like, oh yeah, no, you want to challenge the big girls? Fine, fine, let's do it. Honestly, it was like that, honestly, and then like after season one of Rosalina and then came, then came around season two of Rosalina and then after season two of Rosalina we had um the Fatsina Manga Identity Show um at the Q Theater in town. Honestly by that one literally everyone's going right down to the floor, everyone's gliding at the same time. Oh my god. And it's like man how do you do that? And I was like honestly after three seasons of doing it it's just it's like that literally comes to you like second nature i'm in awe <laughs> I'm, I'm still in awe every time i watch that i'll just like and now it's so interesting because i feel like now so many different groups and people are doing that and it's like hey, oh totally. yeah, love a lot love a lot you know because you've seen this like massive group do it and it's like wow man honestly and it's just like you know, when you um when you start singing you see other people doing mm. it and it's like man, like you know, and they'll be like, Shout out to Sorry Siva or yeah. Shout out to Sis, blah blah blah, yeah. stuff like that. That was about two years ago. I don't think yeah. I can I, I, I don't know, I don't think I can do it now, but <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm in awe of your guys' work. Um so I wanna go back a little bit. I wanna talk about um Casting Queens and La Salle Divas, right? Divas, yeah. You know, in the days of Casting Queens and La Salle Divas, you know, the Queen's sisterhood. Um, nowadays, is is there is the sisterhood still going strong? Is there, you know, is the collective still going strong? Are they still ripping? Where is that at these days? Um, obviously, alumni right here. Yeah. It's an honour. <laughs> but, you know, do you... Um, you know, with the younger youth coming through, yeah, is, is that, it wasn't, people were always like it was a rivalry, but it was not, it was just this real healthy rivalry, right? Like yeah. beautiful yeah. dancing going on. So what's the, yeah, how is that now? Like, 
you... um, I think the time being, like, I'm a different, I know that these casting queens, even now, um, at casting, you know, the main will forever look yeah, on forever. casting. Yeah, <laughs> forever. <laughs> <laughs> never die casting. Okay, never die. Exactly. The pain never comes down. Never, ever. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I, I, the Queens are still going strong right mm. up until now. Like, honestly, just seeing them, um, you know, um, dancing or voguing at school, you know, in the lunch breaks, and I'm like, man, I can't believe they used to be me back in my school. Yes. <laughs> like, well, how does that make you feel knowing, like you said, the K never comes down, but to see... Yeah these young like they're just so enthusiastic and full of energy and they, they are still ripping are. hard i mean there is no shame they're really owning it right yeah. they're they're owning it they and they're, they're it. like this is who i am and that's what's up and if you don't like that you know they're so out there and how does that make you feel when you look at these young our young yeah. people coming through our young queens like honestly it just uh, it makes me feel like you know, that um, our community, um, you know, will be safe, especially, um, you know, being within an all-boys school, um, you know, it's just seeing, you know, um, their fellow peers or their fellow students, you know, embracing them, you know, as queens, as, um, you know, Indigenous people of colour who fall under the, um, the LGBTQIA plus um, umbrella. You know, even seeing teachers nowadays, you know, and these are the same teachers they used to give us, they used to give us crap give us back in the day. Like, like, right? Honestly, they used to, like, rain on us back mm -hmm. in high school. But seeing them now, like, you know, um, embracing, you know, um, our rainbow kids within the school, you used to think, oh, my gosh, like, you know, is it because of, is it because of us that, you know, with, with um, you know, we've, we've, um, you know, we've peeled back that hard armour that these teachers used to wear. Um, you know, is it because of, you know, the way we used to be that, you know, we've finally, you know, um, um, you know, softened, um, you know, um, a particular teacher's heart. Um, you know, just to, you know, just seeing them embrace um, the casting queens. Honestly, it's, well, we've come so far, like, so far, you know, like from back in my days, yeah. it was not the tea. Like, honestly, back in my back in my days, I think at the most there was like at least thirty of us at one time. So you can imagine, you know, the presence of the casting queens, you know, within such a um, you know, such a staunch all boys school, and right. um, you know, it was. You know, it wasn't always safe. You know, and um, you know, it wasn't always safe. But we were each other's um safe havens, um back in high school. You know, just seeing, um you know, um you know older queens like myself. You know, um and also other queens who were going back to the school. You know, giving back to um the casting queens. You know, helping. You know, helping. You know, bring the queens up. You know, to be um better people when they leave school, and you know, making sure that um you know, um that everything is okay at home, um and stuff like that. It's just you know bringing awareness, um about um about trans folk into these kind of spaces like you know being at an all boys school. Um obviously, you know, 
rewinding back to my years, you know, it's that wasn't, you know, we were considered, you know, um, um, like, you know, we were like the shame of the school because, you know, there were so many of us um, at Custom Boys and then you had old students who were like, Custom Boys never had, um, you know, trans students or stuff like that, you know, um, uh, blah, 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 you guys have brought um, Custom down to shame and stuff like that. But if it wasn't for Custom, like, none of us would have been able to come together like how we have today. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's it's still the little queens voguing the house down and, you know, custom boys. At the moment, like right now, there's a viral viral video going around of one of the custom queens. And um, yeah. she literally does like a vogue job on the concrete. Like, oh she, my like God. she like jumps, like <laughs> fully jumps in the air, like fully lands on her leg and then like all the boys are like going crazy. Yeah. I've seen a, I've seen that viral all over Twitter, yeah. all over Instagram. Yeah. I'm just like, man you know like you know you were just questioning was it us was it you and your you know your your year um those that you know was it you that uh, you know the queens of your time that that made those changes you probably don't even know the the impact that you've had on the younger ones coming through like you they probably look up, they are no doubt look up to you, you know, all those that yeah. have come before them. You guys, you know, like laid out a path for them to be able to just really show who they are and, and to yeah. put themselves out there with with pride, you know, like. Honestly, and I, I um, sometimes, you know, I, I just sit there and look back and be like, man, what did we do, like, to get all of this? Like, you know, I've. I've had so many, um, you know, I've I've had so many people message me. If it's not that coming up to me, they're like, "Oh my gosh, you know, um, you know, I love what you do in the community, stuff like that." And you know, I don't know them like from about so I'm just like, "Oh, thank you so much!" Like, thinking, "Oh my gosh, what random who was that?" But you know, I always seem to forget, like, you know, things that we've done in the past, like as the custom queens. And, you know, if it's not that, then it's for church, um, you know, stuff like that. It was, you know, I always seem to figure out, but like, oh my gosh, yes, sorry, I totally forgot. And that's what I'll tell people. They'll be like, remember, I met you, mate, or that's what I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, I'm so sorry, I totally forgot. I'm so bad with, like, with, like, um, with, like, remembering things. Like, some things I'll remember, but then there's something, so, oh my gosh, yes, that's right, I totally forgot, thank you. And it's just like, you know, just hearing that, you know, makes me think, man, like, you know, the custom queens in the last side of us have done something positive um, in the community. And honestly, I remember back in, I think it was like 2010 and 2011, we had um, these showcases. I went to that, one of those. I was going to say, that's right. I went to one outside. <laughs> honestly, we were like, I remember with Unga, we were in the, honestly, we were like, yeah, we're going to support Ronse. That's what's up. It was just the most amazing showcase. Oh my god! Uh, Castle Queens versus La Salle Divas. Yeah, oh my god! Honestly, those those showcases used to be like, you know, we used to be like, gosh, we have to make sure we're better than the Divas, <laughs> or you know, and we know it's the same thing from this. Like, gosh, we need to make sure we're better than the Queens. Yeah. But it's so funny, you know. We always used to um, 
we always used to throw like you know subtle shade you yeah. know in each other's dances like we just like mock each other yeah. and stuff like that but you know it's all it's all friendly yeah you know, it's all love it's all love. it's all love yeah you know do you so in terms of your queens and your sisterhood like do you still see some of your sisters around you know are any are, have some moved overseas like do you keep in touch or is it more your immediate group of uh friends from custom days like do you still see some of the um, divas around and yeah totally honestly i see um i see you know majority of the queens you know um we're always messaging each other if it's not that you know we'll be we and uh, you know we see each other on social media it's same with the divas you know we'll uh, we'll message each other you know hi and bye here and there but you know we'll obviously see everyone on you know doing a thing on social media and stuff like that have you yeah i can't remember i I don't know if I was making. I thought I saw something. Have you, Have you participated in any of the um, pageants? Have you ever? Did you participate yes. in a pageant? Uh, which pageant was that? The was it Miss? Was it Auckland? Uh, was it Auckland Samoa Fafafine pageant or? Um, no, it was the one back home in Samoa. Oh, it was the one in Samoa. Was, Tell us yeah, about that was, experience. Oh my gosh! I, honestly, just because you I, know it was funny because I was I wanted to ask earlier and I thought. Oh, uh, but I, I remember seeing you uh, perform. So it was Samoa. Yes, yeah. Um, it was 2017. Mm. Um, you know, it was just like, you know, I've always wanted to do it. And, yeah. you know, um, it all started from when the Queens, we went mm. to Samoa to perform for the Tawila Fest. That's right. And yes. um, that was 2014. Yes, yes, it was. We all went to Samoa um, as the custom queens yeah. um, um, to perform for the Tawila Fest. And, you know, just seeing the girls there, um, you know, the... Um, you know, the pageant style, I was like, wow, you know, it's all this glitz and glamour and, mm. and you know, all of the sparkle. And I was like, man, I've, I, I'd so love to do that one day. Like, I'd love to, um, to, you know, to enter a pageant, you know, just to see what it's like and stuff like that. And then fast forward to 2015, my best friend, Steve Awina, and yeah. um, she wanted to go for the Miss um, Samuel for Fafing Association. And she was like, Sis, I really want to go, I really want to go. But at the same time, I'm like, I want to go too. I'm like, <laughs> you really, yeah, I wanted to go to the legend. <laughs> so she was like, I know, this is, I really want to go, I really want to go. And I was like, okay, fine, fine. We'll go this year for you, but you better come when I, um, next yeah. year when I run. And um, so, yeah, we literally, like, we didn't even have long as well to prepare for Steven's stuff. It was literally like a month and a half we had. So we literally had to prep everything beginning of July. And we had to be in Samoa by mid-August. And so, um, yeah, we, you know, did all of her stuff, her costumes, you know, her talent, her gowns and stuff like that. And then um, she entered. She won. Um, she won the title for Miss Samoa for Fifing Association, and then it was just like you know, being her chaperone, you know, being her backstage person, um, you know, it really did give me that kind of look. Okay, so this is what um I need to expect um for when I run, so you know, so I know what the goal is, stuff like that, um, 
I was just like, man, like, it's so much work. Like, honestly, one of, uh, I remember when we were in Samoa, one of the days was, um, there was like a parade kind of thing. Um, and, you know, the first thing that came into my head was like, oh my gosh, yeah, we get to be on the float, you know, we get to be on the float, just waving at everyone. Hello, not knowing that we were the float. <laughs> And then they're like, yeah, that's a, um, we're doing our walking flat. And I was like, oh, okay. And this is at 8 o'clock in the morning in town. The sun is like beaming down on us. And I'm in like this long ass mumu. I'm going to be standing on the, um, standing on the flat like I'm only a contestant. <laughs> And they're like, no, we're going to be walking. And I'm like, damn, where the hell are we walking? Hello. I was like, where are we walking to? They're like, so we're walking from the Tati building and we're going to walk all the way to Makaa, but we're going to go through Makaa Oh like, my gosh. You're going to I was like, you are not bringing me on another bloody pageant activity ever again. And I said, because honestly, we had, we woke up so early. We did our hair, our makeup. Have to, you know, have to. I was, you know, I was in this long ass womb and I got honestly the worst shaving ever in my life. You know, by the time we got to walk out, honestly, I had like sweet my my just all the way up because you know, it was just so hot under there. Oh my gosh, let me go. Honestly, oh so bad. And I said, yeah, I was looking at Steven too. I'm like, oh, we are never doing this again. <laughs> Hello, we texted all the way from from Mokai, all the way back to our hotel in Dabanaki. I was like, you know what? I mean, they were doing the thing. <laughs> That's what you call love and friendship, man. Oh, right honestly, I swear, I better have won the best friend award that year. Yeah. And then, you know what's funny? The following year, 2016, you know, I was like, yeah, I finally get to compete. And then one of my other best friends, um, Jessica, so she wanted to, um, she wanted to enter into the Sophia's pageant. So back mm -hmm. in Samoa, they call it the Safa Air pageant, which is the Samoa mm -hmm. Fafa Fing Association. But then, um, because Jess is from Bangal, um, she's from Kukuila. She wanted to enter the Miss Sophia's pageant. Oh. So Sophia stands for Society of Fafafine in America Samoa. So just wanted to, you know, literally being from, from Bangla, she wanted to enter that pageant. Um, it wasn't until we got the news um, from them saying that, oh, you know, just can't enter because she needs, you know, she needs to be living here for at least three years in order for oh, her wow. to enter the pageant. And we're like, oh man, that sucks. And you know, Auckland were just launching, you know, they were putting out registrations for their pageant. And that was one I wanted to do. And I was like, yeah, I finally get to compete. <laughs> and then Jess was like, oh, you know, I can't compete anymore. And I was like, fine, you can go. <laughs> what a friend, like, man. <laughs> and then she was like, are you sure? I was like, yes, sis, you go. And um, honestly, 
if, if, if I thought Steven's year was hard, Jess's year was even harder because we literally prepped Jess for the Auckland pageant. Um, she won. She won Miss Asafa'a. And we literally only had three weeks to prepare her from, Sam, from Auckland to Samoa. So after the Auckland pageant, there was no rest or anything. It was straight into, like, training, um, you know, for the Miss Asafa'a pageant back in Samoa. And it was like, you know, everything was happening so fast. And, you know, at, at that time, Jess was the only, she was the only one confirmed out of the casting queens that she was going. And none of us, you know, none of us had, you know, none of us had confirmed that we were going. And I was like, damn, like, you know, um, no one's, you know, no one's going to be able to, you know, chaperone Jason because I had chaperoned Steven the year before. Like, you know, I had already known what to do and what not to do and stuff like that. And so I was like, damn, like, you know, Steven couldn't chaperone her because Steven was still the reigning from the year before. And I was like, man, okay. So I told Jess, I was like, I'll just, I'll come with you and, you know, to Samo, we'll do all your activities. Just make sure we're not um, a part of the float parade. <laughs> 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 oh, it's the mocha. <laughs> she was like, oh my gosh, she was so happy. And honestly, it was like, like, even like, just even myself not being the contestant, but, you know, being there to help her, I was like, oh, I'm so over these early morning yeah. wake-ups, <laughs> you know, getting her ready, mm-hmm. you know, going to all the pre-pageant activities. I was over, but, you know, I was, by that time, like, you know, I had already known, like, you know, the ins and outs of what needed to be done and stuff like that. Um, and then we just competed in Samoa. She didn't win, but she did come first when her up. Um, which was good because, you know, considering, um, you know, when it comes to, like, you know, pageants and stuff like that, um, you know, obviously they're not going to let the New Zealand girls take it out two years in a row. Right. Yeah. So, you know, just obviously just got um, first runner up. Mm. And then came the following year, 2017, and like, you know what? None of you guys are going for any of those pigeons. I'm the one that's going out. You better step aside. I'm coming. None of you is better be wanting to go for any of those pigeons this year. I was, and it, it was such a, like, man, like, that pigeon was, it took such a huge toll on me. Like, you know, um, um, you know, working like the like honestly, literally, I'd start at eight o'clock in the morning, finish it at four thirty, and I'll go straight into like um, I'll go straight into like you know pageant stuff. If it wasn't training, it was like you know going over my talent, going over the speech, and you know um, making sure all my garments were ready and stuff like that. And so I was literally for like a good, like I think about a good month before I left New Zealand to go to Samoa. I was literally getting only getting like two hours sleep um each night. But that was like that was, you know, that was my day. Yeah, and it was just like throughout that whole like, you know, that month right up until I left, you know, I was only getting two hours sleep and you know, it was just repetitive. That was my day. Like, you know, two hours sleep, get up ready for work, go to work, finish, come back, 
straight into prison stuff. And, you know, everyone was like, man, like, how are you, how are you doing this? Like, are you not tired and stuff like that? I was like, yeah, I'm tired, but, you know, when something comes, um, you know, when it becomes a habit, um, you know, sorry, let me reread that. When you do something, you know, repetitive, it becomes a habit, and it was just me getting into that habit of only getting two hours sleep, driving straight to work, um, and then coming back and then just focusing on pigeon stuff. And honestly, that week, um, the week I flew into Samoa, um, literally, I've landed on Friday night and um, mm. pre-pageant activities that have started on that Saturday. And you know what? And I was like, I can't believe none of my best friends were there. I was like, oh, excuse me, in the past two years, I've been there for you, for you bitches, and none of you are going to be like, oh, no. like, we can't perform, you know, because of work. And I was like, it's all good, yeah. you know. But it was luckily enough that one of our one of our other best friends, she was she listened to Samoa, okay. so she was there to take me, you know, to all our pre-pageant stuff. Um, I think, you know, just slowly throughout the week, um, you know, my one of my girls, you know, they started coming through. Um, you know, they were like make they were honestly making sure everything was, you know, was done, was ticked off, you know, everything was prepped. Honestly, I was even getting to, to that point where they're like, "Have you have you done your have you um have you done your training?" Blah blah blah. I was like, "Of course I haven't done my training." Honestly, I'll just I'll I'll go there with my arms out and, like, and they're like, Shh, like, fully, like honestly, full body spray tan. They're like, "We have to make sure that you're full." <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so thankful for them because I was so. I was so moody to them other day. Yeah. I don't know what it was, to be honest. Like, I was just real moody yeah. at the pageant. Like, I, I don't know what came over me, but, you know, my best friends, they had it. They held it yeah. down for me. Like, oh. you know, they packed, like, this massive-ass cooler full of fruits and snacks and drinks. They even had, like, four, um, four fans, mm. like, all facing <laughs> in. So that every time I finish a category, honestly, every time I finish a category, I'll run off, go in front of the fans, kind of cool down, because there's no aircon at the back. And then, you know, they're like, they're patting me down with the towels. I'm like, oh my gosh. Because I'm legit. (laughs) Now you guys are legit. Honestly, it was just, it was honestly, it was one experience, you know, like everyone asks, would you do it again? I'll be like, no, only because, you know, I wasn't getting enough rest. Um, you know, I was, I was like, I flew to Samoa with the biggest bags under my eyes. Like, it was so not funny, and it was just like, you know, you know, it was, you know, the experience was good. You know, like the fellowship with the other contestants. You know, being there with my best friends, and um, you know, um, alongside me. It was just like, you know, it was good. It was good for what it was. But if, if someone was to ask me would I ever compete again, I'd say no. Only because the preparation was, um, you know, I wasn't ready for it. Um, but you know, in the end, we still got there. It was an experience. Yes, you know, definitely, definitely an experience for the books. Yeah. Um. It actually takes me to my next question. Our perfect run to the next question because you are someone who 
seems like you don't stop. And, and, and it's not just listening to that experience of the pageant, but when I think about the different, you know, productions you've been involved in, now you've got your own dance academy, you know, Siva Academy, um, you have family things, just, you know, then you're designing costumes. How does Durance look after herself? How do you, do you take time off to just relax and and just kind of hang out with fam and the people that you love like your tribe you know do you find time to do that because I feel like you're just always on the go so how do you look after yourself in terms of self-care and wellness and your health um that's just a really good question um Honestly, like what you like, what you see when I post on social media is literally like my life. Like you know, I'm the type of person where you know I, you know, I like to keep myself busy. You know, um, it's just you know, I'm I've I've just always been that type of person to be on the go. You know, to make sure that I'm busy with something. At the moment, um, obviously, you know, being in lockdown and stuff like that. Um, you know, now I'm finding the time to actually rest, mm. um, you know, and like proper rest, not like those um, three hours sleeps and then wake up back to work and stuff like that. It's like, you know, getting proper rest. Um, it's, it's, it has been, you know, um, quite a stressful few months. Um, I'm not going to lie. It's like, it's, it's literally been... You know, it's it, it has been a challenge, um, but you know, it's um, if there's one thing that will always stick to me, it's always that um, that you know, God doesn't put you through certain obstacles that He knows you can't overcome, um, and that's you know, it's that's 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 always stuck with me. You know, it's I'm always the type of person where, you know, I'll keep pushing myself until, you know, literally I'm like lying in hospital or something, um. But, you know, when I do get the time, you know, like, um, you know, I'll go around with my parents, you know, even if it's just taking along with them during the day, like, you know, they'll want to go do a cutesy couple of things and I'll be like, oh, I'll come, you know, just to be third wheeler. But, you know, it's just to be in the presence of my parents because, um, you know, it's, you know, especially during the academy, you know, I was hardly seeing my parents, um, my nieces and nephews, my siblings, um, and it just, uh, you know, it was, it was a lot, because, um, you know, I'm the type of person where, like, you know, I'm, I'm always around my family, my sister, you know, my nephew and stuff like that, um, but, you know, it was, it was hard because, you know, and they knew as well that, you know, I had to put the academy first, um, you know, because it was something, you know, it was, they knew that it was something that meant so dear to me. And so, you know, of course my parents were all, you know, my siblings were gonna, uh, were gonna back me 100 with that. But I think it was just, yeah, you know, like, it's just simple things, you know, sleeping in when I can, whether, you know, the one, the one, <laughs> Honestly, the one time I try and sleep in is on the Sundays, but my mom's like fully banging my door. Down. She's, She's like, like, "Hey, Ola, give me a local." Because <laughs> you know, you know the soprano, the alpha, best, and need your soprano, right? <laughs> don't, don't even joke. I know, I know. 
thinking about obviously the first times. I'm just like, man, like just one Sunday. But you know, it's always my mum at the back of my head. She's like, yeah. you can't go out six. Yeah. You know, you have six days in a week to go out, do whatever you want. But it's just like the one hour on the Sunday just to go to church and praise God. Like, can you not do that? You know, that will always stick with me at the back of my head. Honestly, it's always my mom. Like, she makes me feel so guilty. You know, like, those, those kind of groundies inside one where, you know, like, the words just, like, pierce your Yeah, heart. it's like stabbing and you in the right like, in the fatu. Right here. Right here. <laughs> Right. Honestly, Straight and it's through. just like, mm, 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 and it's like, it's literally there. Honestly, and I was like, oh. man, <laughs> you know, my mom's right. She's like, you know, you have six days out of the whole week, but yeah. it's just one hour on the Sunday just to go and praise God. I'm like, no, my mom is right. She's yeah. putting me in check. She's yeah. I mean, we all have my mom. Don't even get me started, man. Yeah, I know. I know exactly the same. Even when I come home for holiday, and she's still, you know, church, eh? Yeah, <laughs> You know, you know. You know, just thinking about the um, LGBTQAI plus community and thinking about, I guess, your journey, um, you know, from a youth, uh, from a teenager and now, you know, and young adult and then an adult. Um, are there more when we think about these spaces for for your for the for your Pacifica sisters and and you know for the community? Are there spaces available? Is there support? Is there more support available now? Like, have you seen a shift? Have you seen that they that they are giving more resources to support your community, or do you think that it's still something that is kind of like people are still do you know what I mean like are yeah. there people out there to support our young ones coming through our young people mm. coming through who need maybe a shoulder to lean on maybe an ear to listen like yes. what do you know about yeah. those spaces um definitely you know and there are spaces you know there are um, you know, organisations um, that are out there specifically um, for Pacifica LGBTQIA+, um, but also just being, you know, um, Polynesian in itself. And, you know, I'm very blessed to be a part of um, the FINE programme, um, which they aim to um, to help people who fall under the um, Pacifica LGBTQIA umbrella, um within the Auckland region mm. and you know this program is run by um Felicia Brown Acton mm. you know she is such a um um she is such a pillar within our community you know especially being um trans um uh person of color you know mm. um to be someone you know in her um in her profession especially at her age is literally like Honestly, I can't imagine anybody else better to um to be in that role, but um Antifi, like she's literally um helped us, you know, um with our goals and uh, you know, goal setting, you know, making sure that we're achieving our goals and stuff like that. And you know, it's just like just, you know, people like her 
um, you know, we need people like her in that community. If not her, then we need more people, um, exactly like Antifi, um, you know, helping out um, our community out there. Um, and, you know, I'm just so blessed, um, you know, uh, to be taken under her wing because she is another person that used to dance back in her day. She's another costume maker. Honestly, like, Antifi does it all. And, you know, I'm just so blessed that, um, you know, that she's taken me under her wing, you know, that I've I've been able to learn um, certain skills from her. And, you know, she's always looking out for her, um, always looking out for her kids, you know, like myself, um, you know, the Custom Queens, the Lassa Divas, and the Auckland Samuel Queens Association, you know, she looks after so many people, um, literally, um, pre-COVID, like, it was so hard to even try and catch her in the country, like, she was literally flying everywhere for, like, conferences, she was, like, in Singapore, if she's not in Singapore, she's in Hong Kong, if she's not there, she's in Europe, like, literally, it was so hard to try and catch her, um, while she was here in New Zealand, but even though she's in New Zealand now, you know, she's busy working, you know, she's got clients, um, you know, that she, um, she goes and visits, she's part of, like, all sorts of programs and stuff like that. And it's, you know, it's like, um, it's it's those kind of people and those kind of programs that we, you know, that I'm thankful for that, that are out there for our community. Um, you know, these are those kind of programs that are done by our community for our community. So, yeah. Um, man, so in terms of Le, uh, Le Masio for Siva Academy, what, what plans, you know, do you have for the future or what, uh, do you have another recital coming up? Um, what's coming up for you, for your team and your kids? Um, so, Lemasio Fusiva Academy, so, it's funny because not even five minutes after our show, um, parents were already coming up to the last day, you know, well done, you know, um, do a second term, blah, 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 you know, um, do another term, do another term, you know, it was, you know, it was so, um, you know, I was so happy to hear this coming from parents and grandparents and stuff like that. But um, you know, the reality is like it was it was so much work. Like if there's anything I've done in life, Le Masio for Siva Academy takes the cup because mm-hmm. you know two a year to cater to two hundred and forty kids. Not only that year to cater to their parents too. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you know, um, big ups to our admin and our accounts team, Steve Alwina, Leonangi Kalipo. Honestly, these guys were literally like our front line for, um, for the shows. You know, we had um, Leonangi at the doors doing ticketing, and then we had Steve, who was in Sydney at the time of our show, sending out comms, you know, emails to parents and stuff like that. Um, yeah, it was, you know, it was a lot of work, but I think, um, you know, what the tutors um, have emphasised is that, you know, we can't keep pouring from an empty cup, um, and, you know, just from our our first, you know, our first term, um, you know, and we always, we always said that our first term is going to be trial and error for us, um, you know, it was, it was just so that we could see um what not to do and what we could improve on for the next term 
But um, you know, the Master of Fossil Academy, we won't be doing anything um, until next year. Only because, you know, we want to plan it properly. You know, we, the um, <laughs> myself and my fellow tutors, you know, we want to come back fully energized, um, you know, ready to take on another term. Originally, we did want to do a second term um, this year, uh, which would have been starting at the end of September. Um, but because, you know, um, you know, everyone's working, you know, everyone's got their work life, their own personal life, and then we've got to think about kids and, you know, exams, uh, Christmas and stuff like that, White Sundays, so, you know, those are the kind of things we have to take into account um, if we were to do a, um, a second term this year, but um, we did all agree that, you know, um, the Masiofo won't be doing another term until um, same time next year. That's so cool. I'm really looking forward to that. I guess we're at the point of the show where I just I just want to give thanks to you. Um, I will hand it over to you after um, just to kind of give some words of encouragement and to end our show. Um, but before I do that, uh, sis, I, man, I, you know, I, I think I said to you off camera um, before we went live that, um, you know, you're very inspirational. Um, and I think not just in your community, but I think just, like, I I love seeing what you're doing out there. You're in schools, you're in the community, you're in church. Um, you wear so many different hats, sis, and you're not someone who does something just for the sake of doing it. I always see you giving 200%, and that is so inspirational. You're so committed to everything that you do, whether it's that <clears throat> back-breaking move or making <laughs> costumes or just you know your dance academy your siva academy like your i love like you don't know how proud i am to see like a you know mm. one of the young ones coming through Ifakasa, and now you're still in Ifakasa, ripping bringing up west Auckland, yo west side that's what's up <laughs> i mean it just it's so inspirational and i love that you're out there just making a difference and just, you know, you. impacting lives and influencing our our Pacifica people, you know, in so many different ways. Like I don't think you realize um the extent of of you know influence and impact that you're having on others. I, I think you're just too humble. I, I think you're just someone who just really goes about and does what you do best, you know? And so I for me personally over here and seeing what you're doing um it's cool and i want you to just keep going sis keep you know being that role model be that inspirational person um and just yeah keep, keep ripping west Auckland <laughs> and and if and i i can't wait to see um what's next you know coming in 2020 uh 2022 for Lemasio uh, for Siva Academy. I can't wait to see what production you're going to be in next. Um, I mean, man, it's just I I don't know what else to say, but you know, just keep being beautiful, keep going 200. Uh, you, you inspire me. You you inspire many. So just keep on. And so now I'll just hand it over to you, just some words of encouragement um, for our listeners, just for anyone really, and yeah, take it away. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Well, firstly, thank you so much for um for having me on your podcast. Um, you know, it's been a blessing. Um, you know, just being able to um, you know, be in your creative space. Um, in terms of your podcast, you know, it's been a um, it's been a pleasure sharing a bit of myself on here. But um, if there's any words of encouragement, um, all I can say is um. You know, just live life to the fullest. Um, you know, there's a saying that goes, "We only live once." There's a saying that goes that we only live once, which is wrong. We don't. We die once, but we live every day. So just live day like it's your last day on earth. Um, always remember that family is everything. Um, you know, it doesn't matter how many close friends you have. Always remember that your family is everything you know they're the ones that are going to be there throughout the good the bad and the ugly and you know it's it will always be feeling the family over everything um but yeah if you know if you're going to do things in life um just make sure you're doing it for the right purposes um and if you are doing it make sure you're doing it wholeheartedly as well but yeah that's right there Right there, Durante, <laughs> the one and only. Actually, I did forget something. How rude of me! Um, just want to say one more thing. Because you know, um, every time I see Molly, you know, I, I remember growing up and she was always such the supportive, yeah. you know, always supportive, and and I, I appreciate it, um, even though yeah. we weren't part of your church. For youth, so please pass on my love to, to um, thank you, you know, and Molly, and yeah, stay safe out there, sis. Um, and hope we can like catch up again when you're up uh, in Hollywood. <clears throat> when you're in Hollywood, <laughs> <laughs> when you make it to Hollywood. I, I, Definitely, I, I'm when I make that. it there, I'll be like, <laughs> we're sad, we're sad.